Worldview update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Well, as you've already heard, the, the most gut-wrenching, uh, heartbreaking scenes in Gaza this morning after what Gazan officials say was an Israeli air attack on the Al-Akhli Baptist Hospital, which killed 500 people. Israel says that the explosion had nothing to do with them. They say it was caused by the failed launch of a missile by Islamic Jihad. You can just imagine the horror of this. As you've heard from the United Nations, hospitals should be sacrosanct. At the same time, the U.S. President Joe Biden is due in Israel today. After the explosion at the hospital, Jordan's cancelled a summit. They were due to host Biden. Biden's officials say he'll continue to Israel and he'll ask the Israeli leader, Benjamin Netanyahu, they say, tough questions about Israel's behavior and about its plans. Roland Henwood's a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. This kind of attack, explosion on a hospital, it shows the human toll of this conflict, a huge argument about who was responsible for it, and how a conflict with so many causes to it has left so many people dead in the most awful way. Yes, and that's the difficulty. Um, You have a long history of conflict, of mistrust, of undermining superimposed on current day events and then you have media involved, you have immediacy in terms of what is sent out and there's a lot of propaganda and misinformation and and that inflames the situation to a large extent and then you have the reality of a conflict that is playing out basically in a very dense urban area and it is naive to think that there won't be civilian casualties and then as we have seen in this conflict whenever there's a flare-up in the conflict it will be the civilians people who are not directly involved who will bear the brunt of what is happening and that is playing out again when um you know the people involved blame each other for something like this it means they escape responsibility and to their constituencies it works yes and and that is the easy way out of a very difficult and totally unacceptable situation and we've seen this play out so many times in the past and not only in 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 the gaza situation but in many parts of the world Um, basically civilians are just being treated as collateral damage and there's very little follow-up on this there's very little that can happen Um, and and there are many examples Um, the, the shooting down of passenger jets in ukraine um, in parts of the Middle East, in Asia. So, so there are many examples of this, and one can only call them atrocities. Um, and, and in the end, nothing happens to that. What makes this more difficult is that it happens in the heat of a very intense conflict, and the stakes are quite high on both sides. Biden's in Israel today. The Jordan, Jordanians have cancelled their hosting of him. Can he achieve very much by being in the Middle East? Well, it's a risky um, endeavor, especially with what's happened now. And and then there are different issues and interpretations. Firstly, if one listens to what is said that the meeting between the Secretary of State and the Prime Minister took more than eight hours, my sense is that is not a congratulatory meeting and trying to work out details of strategy. My sense is there's a lot of pressure being brought to bear to stop an invasion of Gaza and an occupation of Gaza. And that probably is why President Biden is coming in. He's the main sponsor of security and 
gives a lot of financial and military support. And we know that he is not friends in the collateral sense with Mr. Netanyahu. They have a long history, but they also have a tense relationship. And um, my sense is that this, this is not coming in to only show support and show that we are an ally. It is also coming with a lot of pressure on the Israelis. Our International Relations Minister, Minister of International Relations and Cooperation, Dr. Naledi Pandor, uh, she had a phone call with Hamas yesterday. She says to discuss humanitarian aid for Palestinians. Uh, we have sent requests to her spokespeople for a conversation with her this morning, haven't had a response yet. Uh, is this a wise diplomatic move at this point for her to talk to uh, Hamas? I don't think so. Um, not given the recent context of South African endeavors in international relations. It would have been wise if it was a declared engagement to try and broker peace, which we are not involved in at this stage. You don't offer doing that in this way. And then there's a lot of disputes about what was actually said. And I think that's the main issue. And and again, if you don't have a recording of the meeting to disprove or support your case, you're open to speculation, you're open to rumors, you're open to malicious rumors, and quite frankly, South Africa cannot afford that. And and that to me is the main issue. Again, we go back to the issue of Russia-Ukraine. Are we neutral? Are we non-aligned? Or are we somewhat, somewhere in that context? And um, again, given the specific involvement of the personalities and the recent history I don't think it's in the best interest of South Africa to engage in this fashion. Roland Henwood, thank you very much indeed. Political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Do you agree with him about uh, Doctor about Minister Naledi Pandor's uh, call? Do you disagree? Do you think she had every right to do it? Where do you stand?